blessed and refreshing day to you, my dearly beloved. I welcome you to Arise Devotional for today, Tuesday, the 10th day of August 2021 on the platform of the Builders Forum. My name is Abraham Olufemi Ojima. Today is the second day on our devotional series for this week with the topic, Living the Passion of Christ, Understanding the Cross. We began yesterday on the need to live the passion of Christ as a way of life. But we have found that this is not possible without a good understanding of the cross of Jesus. So we have been looking at the details of the cross from the scriptures. Yesterday, we looked at the definition and purpose of the cross. Tradition and religion have clouded the imagination and understanding of the indiscernible believer. We made it clear from the scriptures that understanding the cross demands that there must be a clear distinction between the old and the new. There is a mix up between the old and the new in the end time church. We read 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16 from the God's Word translation, and I read, Whoever is a believer in Christ is a new creature. The old way of living has disappeared. A new way of living has come into existence. End of quote. There must be a line of difference between the old and the new. We have carelessly mixed up the old rugged cross with this new civilized cross we are using in the church today. Our assignment today is to distinguish between the old and the new cross. Unannounced and mostly undetected, there has come in this modern time a new cross into popular Pentecostal circle. It is like the old cross, but different. The likenesses are superficial, but the differences are fundamental. There is a new evangelical approach to preaching Christ, just as Apostle Paul warned in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3 to 4. In King James Version, it was called another gospel. But listen to the easy-to-read version translation I read. But I am afraid that your minds will be led away from your true and pure following of Christ. This could happen just as Eve was stripped by that snake with his clever lies. You seem to be quite patient with anyone who comes to you and tells you about a Jesus that is different from the Jesus we told you about. You seem very willing to accept a spirit or a message that is different from the spirit and the message that you receive from us. End of quote. This new cross preaching employs the same language as the old, but its content is not the same and its emphasis is not as before. Apostle Paul spoke emphatically about this in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 to 8, I read, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven 
preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. End of quote. You have to be discerning and sensitive, my friend. The old cross will have no association with the world. That Adamic proud flesh ended its journey at the old cross. The old cross slaughtered it. But the new cross is not opposed to the human race. Rather, it is friendly. The Adamic life is given accommodation without interference. Life motivation is unchanged. The new cross lives for own pleasures. Only now, it takes delight in singing choruses and watching religious movies instead of singing worldly songs and drinking liquor. But listen to Apostle John in his first epistle in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. I read, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. End of quote. The new cross doesn't slay the sinner. It only simply redirects him. It propels him into a cleaner and jollier way of living and saves his self-respect. It is not a reformation, rather it is a re-modification. To the self-assertive, it says, come and assert yourself in Christ. To the egoist, it says, come and do your boasting in the Lord. To the thrill seeker, it says, come and enjoy the thrill of Christian fellowship. The gospel message is slanted in the direction of the trending vogue in order to make it acceptable to the public. Lord have mercy. You see, my friend, the philosophy backing of this kind of thing may be sincere, but the sincerity does not save it from being false. It is another gospel of the new cross. False because it misses the meaning of the cross. The old rugged cross is a symbol of death. It kills the old man completely. It is one way journey to Golgotha. The old rugged cross makes no compromise. It modifies nothing. It spares nothing. It slays the old man completely and for good. When it finishes its work on the old man, it is truly finished, just as Jesus declared on that old rugged cross on the hill at Golgotha in John chapter 19, verse 30. And I read, When Jesus therefore had received the finger, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. End of quote. Finished with the old man and all his accomplices. Dead and gone forever. Let's say it as it is. The evangelism which draws friendly parallels with the ways of God and the ways of men is another gospel. It is false. 
Listen to Apostle Paul again in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. I read, Be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? End of quote. In coming to Christ, we don't bring our old light up into a higher place. We abandon it at the cross. That is what the scripture says in John chapter 12 verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall onto the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. End of quote. The gospel of the cross is not public relations. You are dead to self, so you cannot make it acceptable to the world. It is too rugged, my dear. Take it from me. If it is convenient and comfortable, it is another gospel. It can be the gospel of that old rugged cross of Jesus. Hear Jesus again in Luke chapter 9, verse 23. And he said to them, to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. End of quote. My darling friend, would you check what type is yours? The old or the new cross? Can I give you a counsel today, my friend? Allow that old cross to finish its work in you. It sets the pace for a glorious work with the Lord here on the earth. Tomorrow, we shall be looking at some more glorious characteristics of the cross that will facilitate the blessings of Calvary in our lives. Please let me pray with you. You will never be mistaken for an unbeliever again in your life. I pray for you that the cross will do its perfect work in your life, spirit, soul, and body. The cross creates an eternal exemption from the woes of life. I decree that that mark of exemption to begin to work for you. Whatever mark the enemy uses to locate you for evil is blotted out today by the blood shed on that cross by Jesus Christ. The cross is a touch-me-not emblem for the believer. From today, I decree that you become a touch-not person to the kingdom of darkness. The cross ended permanently our Egyptian captivity. You will no longer be found in the land of slavery. Whatever has been holding you down from enjoying the blessing of Calvary comes to a permanent end today. You are welcome to a life of liberty by the cross. Congratulations. Amen and amen. Peace. Thank you.